Hello, welcome to the Cowboy Show, hosted by Ben Carey and Nick Granarad, combining expert human opinions with cutting-edge simulation models to help you arrive at the best picks each week. Inside, Inside Edge, Edge Community, community. Five, 5, 4, four, four three, 3, 2, 1. one. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to today's stream. Uh, it is Wednesday, my dudes. Uh, we've got a big afternoon slate today, which is always nice. Um, of course, as Wednesday, we got Javon on like we have the last couple of weeks. Javon, how are you doing this morning? Pretty good, pretty good. Pretty excited for today's slate. Feels like it's been a while since we've had a, a good baseball slate, right? Like more than you know, one or two spots, so excited mm-hmm. to get into it. Yeah, it should be a good one. Uh, and I'm curious kind of what your thoughts are and what everybody else's thoughts are on on days like today where it's in the middle of the week, uh, but we have a lot of day baseball. Do you do you like that? Do you not like that? Would you rather see a lot of the games at night or, or do you like the afternoon games in the middle of the week? Um, I mean, I like them as far as entertainment goes, but you know me, like I'm a prop guy, so and especially in, in the realm of prize picks, so having kind of have to force kind of early entries and keep them to a minimum which kind of sucks but i like being able to focus in on some of the earlier games like now and kind of later last night and then as you know the day goes on you have more that you can look at some you can focus on and it's not as kind of crowded throughout the day so i don't mind that part of it but as far as you know making prize picks entries it makes it kind of difficult mm-hmm. but you know it, it's good it's good to watch the day baseball all day yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I love watching day baseball. It's a, it's a bit of a blessing and a curse, I would say. It really, like, stretches out the the amount of time that you have to look at baseball for on the on the yeah. research end of things. I don't like that. But it is what it is, uh, and ultimately, probably for the better, having a, having a bunch of day games. Uh, so I hope everyone in chat is doing well. Good morning, Pick 6. Good morning, Sick Money. Good morning, Sea Lord. Good morning, Boston Sports Dork Picks from the Six and Scrunch. Hope everyone's doing well. Hope everyone who has not commented uh, yet is doing well as well. Uh, so let's go ahead and hop straight in to the slate that we have today. Uh, so we have five categories, uh, as always, of games that we're going to be talking about. Uh, you can see these categories on the left-hand side of the screen. Uh, for each of the first four categories, we've picked out a game that fits, or I guess today, actually, I have to I have to mix it up. For each of the first three categories, uh, we've picked out a game that fits into that category. It's three games that are interesting for three different reasons. Uh, not necessarily our favorite bets of the day, more so uh, just some of the games that people want to hear us talk about, uh, some of the games that are going to define the narrative around today's slate. Uh, for each of these games, Javon have his lean i will have my lean and you guys as the chat will be able to vote collectively on your favorite bet in that game uh all of the bleans uh, that get put up on screen have been tracked since may 4th over on a capwise bet stamp account uh we have had more than 400 probably closing in on like 450 leans tracked from the stream over on bet stamp uh all tagged by category by who it is that had the lean uh and you could bet all 450 whatever picks from the stream uh, and you would have made money which is pretty cool and that includes uh, a couple misclicks that i've made uh that were all all happen to be l's uh and it also includes eating the juice every single time two leans are fading each other 
Uh, but it's been good. So it was a good weekend. Good week overall last week. Uh, so hoping to continue that momentum again moving forward this week. Uh, so each of the last two categories, uh, we've decided to bring back the prop lock, which we haven't done in a very long time uh, since we have Javon. I actually was telling Javon, I forgot the category existed. Uh, and, and who better to resurrect it from? Uh, yeah, appreciate the comeback. Uh, so there's that. Uh, and the walk-off, the last two categories. These are our actual favorite bets of the day. Favorite prop, favorite game-level bet. Uh, and just as with the other ones, I have mine. Javon has his, and uh, you guys as chat will be able to vote on your favorite prop and favorite game-level bet of the day. Uh, so with all of that out of the way, uh, let's go ahead and hop in to category number one. David versus Goliath. Average Joe's versus the Globo Jim Goliath. This sport doesn't build character, it reveals it. FNA Cotton, FNA. So, category number one is David versus Goliath. Taking a look at a game where there is a heavy money line favorite. And not so surprisingly, the biggest favorite uh, on the board today is the New York Yankees. Uh, they are hosting the Oakland Athletics in the f what I think is at least the final game of a three-game series between these teams. Uh, Yankees, 2-0 so far against the A's. Uh, they had the game back on Monday where they went down like 5-1, to one, came all the way back and won, and they had a low-scoring game against Frankie Montas yesterday. No, no shame in not scoring runs against Frankie Montas. So the Yankees ended up winning that game 2-1. to one. Uh, So they're minus 300 on the money line today. Total in this one sitting at 8.5. We have Cole Irvin. On the mound for the A's, Jamison Tyone on the mound for the Yanks. Poll is up. Chat, be sure to go vote on your favorite play here. And Javon, what do you like in this game? Yeah, so if anything. this is one where I just I think the Yankees roll. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like come on and give you Yankees minus one and a half, two and a half because you can do that. I'm not I can't. I can't. Like it's in the realm of possibility. I'm not like full crabs to the point where like I don't ever do it. But I just don't want to do it, especially because everybody's going to be on it today. But I will give you one because Cole Irvin on the mound is a pretty advantageous matchup for most Yankees hitters, especially righties. And their lineup gets a plus from Joey Gallo being out of the lineup today. Um, my favorite look today is going to be Giancarlo Stanton over one and a half total bases. Um, so it's nice to take a total bases prop when there's a pitcher who doesn't walk a lot of guys. Like, yes, Stanton walks at a decent rate, but... Cole Irvin's not going to walk us. Um, Cole Irvin historically kind of allows a lot of power to the right-hand side. Obviously, you have Judge. Obviously, you have Stanton. I think Stanton's that guy because he's been the guy to target against lefties to get that power out of him. Cole Irvin's home runs have been down a bit this year, but, I mean, he's had 8 of 13 of his starts at home in that gigantic ballpark. And you look at kind of the power-ish lineups that he's faced. He's faced the Phillies, giving up three home runs in that start. Faced the Braves, giving up two home runs in that start. And obviously with Stanton and a couple other guys in the lineup, they're playing at home in Yankee Stadium. So they're not going to be able, they're not going to need to do too much to get the ball out realistically. Um, so I think as far as that and as far as how well Stanton hits his pitch arsenal, I think it's just a really good spot for him today. I kind of woke up with a gut feeling that Stanton was going to have a good day today. Or I guess I was talking about it late last night. Um, and then I saw him on prize picks with a total basis prop for the first time in a while. So and it's not that a, I'm it's... that completely... One and a half on prize picks? Yeah, yeah, same thing. Those usually don't move unless somebody's in cores or they have like 0. 0.5 total bases for like lower guys. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's yeah. weird that they don't put them up there. Yeah, I mean, especially it's, with it's how, with how kind of, how kind of not hot he's been. 
Yeah, exactly. I think it's just, I don't know. They're so selective about what they put up, and I hate it. Yeah, well, I guess he, he's been hot like the last few days, but. Yeah, he's been hot. He's just coming off a little cold streak. Usually when they think Stanton has, is going to have a good game, and he does, they put him up for that runs in RBI category. But the mm-hmm. total basis, I love him for today. So yeah. not just to base it on the fact that he's up, but I love the spot for him. Yeah, and you can grab the over one and a half total bases on the books at minus 105. So, yep. so good price there. Uh, maybe, maybe from that perspective, this is one to play on the books and not play on bet on a on price picks, because you're looking for something that you think should be hitting at minus one thirty seven. So, if you if yeah, you think exactly. if you think it should be priced there, then then absolutely stands a good PP square. I also I hate I hate the fact that price picks abbreviation is PP. Just side <laughs> note. I love it. it. It's it's fun to like type out in text. It's awkward to say verbally. It is just a bit. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, it's a nice PP you got there. <laughs> Wait, what? what? What do you mean by that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so in this game, I I'm gonna be square. I'm gonna take the Yankees. I'm with you. I think that they're gonna get to Cole Irvin. Uh, lineup for the Yanks is out, and and Scrunch said it. No Gallo today for the Yanks, which against the lefty is actually a good thing. They're actually starting nine batters who are going to be hitting right-handed against Cole Irvin. So seven righties and two switch hitters. So that means no Rizzo, uh, who's also out. He's He obviously hits everybody really well. Uh, but no Gallo is nice against the lefty. I think it's a, it's a good spot for them to put up runs against Irvin. And I think the A's bats are just so weak, even in even in games that they've played decently in. They're, like, they're not putting up a lot of runs. So I think, I think the Yankees can cover this minus one and a half. And at minus 145... Is it my favorite value in the world? No, but it's it's the Yanks and the A's. So yeah, can't blame you for that. So that is going to be my lean in this game. Uh, and chat in the least surprising outcome that we've ever seen in a poll. Chat likes the Yankees today. Uh, we have twelve votes on the Yankees, five votes on the Athletics. Three votes on the over, one vote on the under. Uh, so it's going to be Yankees for me, Yankees for chat, and uh, Javon not wanting to take the Yankees, but still kind of wanting to take the Yankees. Yeah, on John uh, Carlos Stanton over one and a half total bases. Uh, so we have all of this tracked over on uh, over on our bet stamp account, and let's hop in to category number two. Broom boys. The way you swept me off my feet. So category number two is Broom Boys, where we're taking a look at a team that has the potential to pull off a sweep. And boy, oh boy, do I like the game that we are talking about today. Uh, not from a, not from any kind of, I love a bet in this game, but just damn does it feel good to see the Dodgers potentially about to get swept. Uh, so the Dodgers uh, are in Colorado taking on the Rockies today. Uh, we're looking at plus 170 at home for the Rockies, despite the Rockies having won each of the first two games in the series, including yesterday, against Clayton Kershaw. Uh, with this being a Coors Field game and wind blowing out and it being a hot day here in Denver, uh, we're looking at a total of 11.5 pitchers in this game are, where are they? Pitchers in this game. Julio Urias, another lefty, didn't work out so well yesterday. Uh, on the mound for the Dodgers, and Herman Marquez on the mound for the Rockies. So, Javon, what do you like here? 
Yeah, so let me just start by saying this because I saw a, a comment in the chat that I was taking the Brewers today. It's absolutely false. The Rays are winning today. Just had to get that out there because that's the early game. But as far as the Rockies game goes, um, first of all, I think they do sweep. I think, first of all, like just off of the Dodgers, the Dodgers like strategy here, I don't know why they wouldn't try and switch up the rotation for a couple days with you know, three lefties coming out on the mound for them. One of them is Kershaw, but okay. Um, I'm going to back the team total here today, though. Uh, it's team total over four and a half, I believe. Um, I like the spot for the Rockies. I think the one thing that concerns me is that with Marquez on the mound, he's been fantastic as of late, but it does kind of feel like a spot where the Dodgers bats can wake up. So I think we're going to see runs. I, I mean, I definitely lean towards the over, but I'm going to back the Rockies team total just of how, just because of how variable the Dodgers offense has been. Hasn't been very good, but they have that kind of pop that can come out at any second. So, I mean, you look at the Rockies, obviously, they demolish lefties, and they've seen Julio Urias a lot, and they hit him exceptionally well, and especially in cores, so I'm going to back their offense. Um, as far as the other side, like, I'm a person who's religiously been laddering Herman Marquez strikeouts for, like, his last four starts. So I believe in the guy, absolutely. I just, I don't know. With the Dodgers on the brink of getting swept, I think it's a safer play to back the Rockies' offense instead of, bet on them to win this game i think i think both happen but i'm gonna take the team total yeah i uh i don't hate that at all i think th i think that the rockies are gonna keep this close and I, I like what you said about the lefties we've seen two lefties already from from the dodgers in this series and they're bringing out a third one and and the rockies have had a lot of success against each of the first two and urias i mean he's definitely not better than kershaw that's for sure no definitely not uh, also i love all of the hate that the rockies are getting in the chat i love it i love it we have mush uh hate or i don't know if mush actually overtly hated on the dodgers but hello mush haven't seen you in here in a while hope you're doing well uh chelly hating on the on the dodgers uh picks with drisk hating on the dodgers sick money hating on the dodgers everyone's everyone's hating on the dodgers yeah. love it it's like all is all is right with the universe if if people are are anti-dodgers so we need we need mm -hmm. more of that in the world. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm with you. I it's a little bit tough for me to figure out exactly where I wanted to go with this game. Uh, I think. Oh. I uh, also I put a typo on yours. This is a four and a half, not two and a half. Uh, but I, I think. Yeah, that would be pretty dope. Uh, you can get it at <laughs> two and a half if you bet first five. Yeah. Uh, and I think I think that that's a pretty reasonable play. Uh, so you can take a Rockies first five over two and a half. It's actually at plus money, which is nice uh, if you're really just banking on them getting to the lefty again. Uh, I I would probably lean an under in this game, and I do like the Rockies to cover the plus one and a half, especially uh, here in cores. But I think I'm actually going to go and take that uh, that first five team total over two and a half. At like plus 105 ish uh just just gonna just gonna focus in on the rockies bats against urias not gonna worry about bullpens doing weird shit here not gonna worry about anything else not gonna worry about how herman marquez pitches because he is always always got explosion implosion potential yeah let me ask you though because i know obviously you take into account with the first five team totals kind of isolating the pitcher and lineup matchup Mm -hmm. as far as the starters go but how much do you take into account 
you know, what the team tends to do in those first five innings as far as, you know, trends across the season. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's it's definitely something that you have to look at. Uh, it Teams behave differently against starting pitchers uh, than they do against relief pitchers. And, and mm-hmm. also teams who, who you're expecting over the course of a full game maybe to score some more runs or, or over the course uh, of the first couple innings. Just get, get guys on base, right? You, you get more success at the, at the plate seeing a pitcher a second time or seeing a pitcher a third time. And there is a little bit of a trade-off, right? Uh, because you might not get that third time through the lineup until the sixth inning uh, against the starting pitcher. Uh, so I like, like Scrunch just said in the chat, I like to use fan graphs. Uh, you can, on their split leaderboards, you can, I, you can go game by game against a certain handedness, against like at home versus on the road. Uh, and you can isolate first five inning stats. Uh, and you can look at, you can look at pitcher, like uh, teams who, who perform well over those time spans. I actually, I almost think though, uh, it's, it's not the best thing to do that. Like that shouldn't be the primary piece of the handicap. It's like, it's like doing your prize picks research by looking for guys who are greened out. <laughs> which, which, I mean, does it work sometimes? Yes. Is it a long-term like profitable thing? Probably not. So I think I think just doing your research like that, it's like okay, have they gone over three the last couple times that they faced a a left-handed starter in courts? Like that's looking yeah. for for being greened out. Yeah, I understand. So, yeah, that. yeah, you I, have I to take in the the full the full ensemble of of things. Yeah, I wasn't asking because I had like a, a particular thing that I saw like looking at it myself. I was just curious as to how you weigh the two because I mean mm-hmm. for me personally, like as a as a Rays fan, I know it's not every team, but. Pretty much any time I take an over in their full game, I take the under in the first five, just because I know that's how they kind of come out and do their thing. And even when they come out and score like three, four runs in the first inning, I live bet the under in the game. Mm-hmm. So I was just curious to see, uh, you know, I'm sure there's trends like that for t- other teams out there, but I was just curious to see how you weigh the two and in, in your handicapping of the first fives. Yeah, and and it definitely, it definitely, like you said, it varies from team to team. And it's just, it's all about, all about finding the value like like one of the two is the better player like a, a first five team total or a full game team total yep understand that um sick money says does anybody look at 538 projections i love 538 nate silver was like my my idol growing up my my statistics idol i saw i saw nate silver give a talk live once that was really cool <laughs> that's awesome i did i did start kind of looking at those spotty when i first started getting into baseball baseball betting i would say a year or so ago but i mean there's so many so many great resources out there now that you just can't go wrong with a lot of a lot of stuff you see to be honest yeah absolutely uh so for chat uh we have poll results uh and it is going to be the rockies plus one and a half so uh so chat all over the square yankees play is is the Rockies the Squirkle play today? It could be, honestly. I think, I don't know. There, I think there's a chance for a couple of them on the board, but the Rockies are definitely up there because it depends on how many times we hear. Oh, the Dodgers can't get swept. The Dodgers are going to come out hot. They're not going to lose again. Furious on the mound. So it could go either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely th- I, the the Rockies could be the Squirkle play today. think i've seen a weird amount of cardinals today too which i think that has a a chance to become it too oh fading sandy 
Yeah, say, say the everybody's saying oh Sandy's only minus one twenty five against this offense. Sketch. I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know about that. Um, so let me get all of this locked in over on BetStamp. Got to make sure I have everything actually selected. Okay, we're good to go. Uh, Rado, what do you mean? What about that win margin? Also, Casey said, where is Javon? Did Nick kidnap the man? Uh, yes. You see this wall right behind me? Javon's just on the other side of it. It's the same wall. Same uh-huh. And, and his, his feet are shackled. Yeah, he, he can't, can't go him. anywhere. He is fully kidnapped. <laughs> also, really, though, where I, what happened to the Chode fan? I'm in, uh, in an office space today, so uh-huh. we'll be back, back in the next couple of days, but not today. Yeah, we uh we need the the Chode fan back. Yeah, it'll, it'll make its return. Don't worry. Yeah, I mean, or you're also you're not allowed to like permanently move into a new spot unless it also has a Chode fan. Well, you know this that was just like my my Tampa area house. I mean, come couple weeks, that's that's about all we got left of it. Yeah, well, you, you whatever are you like moving out to Vegas or something? Or no, I mean, I'm just I came here for so I got I got tickets. I live in Texas. Oh, okay. but I, I um raised and, and have everything in florida and tampa too but i came here for the lightning ranger series because we got tickets like just two days before it so i flew in and i was like you know what we're going to stanley cup i might as well stay probably gonna get tickets to that probably go to all the festivities and everything and we did i did so now i'm kind of just chilling i think i might possibly be going to the all-star game the will be all-star game so i'm kind of nice. waiting i'm not going to go back to dallas and then to la because that's going to be super expensive so might just stay here until then. So that's kind of the plan. Yeah, I, but I, I gotta gotta make sure you have a Chode fan. It's like it's yeah. like it's like when I'm you're uh, when you're watching an HGTV show and they're like listing their criteria for trying to buy their their new house, <laughs> right? Like, oh, this one like the yard is beautiful, ten bedrooms, eight bathrooms, but there's no Chode fans. Yeah, I like, might have to buy one buy one to get back in Texas. Mm-hmm. We'll see though. Yeah, there's plenty plenty of room for entertaining. But there's no Chode fans. Yeah, that's that's the key. Uh-huh. Uh huh. All right. So, so let's uh, let's hop in now to category number three. All I do is wind. And they stay there. And they stay there. And they stay there. Wind. So category number three is All I Do is Wind, where we're taking a look at a game uh, with some potential wind implications. A lot of games today with uh, the wind blowing out in like the, the 10-ish mile an hour range. So nothing nothing super crazy today. Uh, no wind blowing out in Wrigley. Already talked about the course game where the wind was blown out. Uh, so just going to talk about the, the best pitching matchup on the board today. Uh, Michael Kopech and Shohei Otani. Uh, taking the bump in L.A. Uh, so the Angels are at home, sitting at minus 190 on the money line. Uh, against Michael Kopech on the White Sox, total sitting at 7.5. Uh, wind in in L.A. blowing out at 8 miles an hour. Uh, so, Javon, what are your thoughts on Shohei and the Angels in this game? You know, I'm going to back him. It's a tough spot as far as what I wanted to do because I don't know if you saw the line movement on that game, but they opened about minus one thirty five. Now they're almost minus two hundred. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, it's crazy, crazy steam. Um the one that I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with the first five run line, first five minus a half. So I mean I was originally probably gonna be on that money line before it got steamed. 
But I mean, I, I'm willing to back Shohei here. I think these are two offenses that we haven't really seen much from until last night. Um, and as far as Michael Kopech goes, uh, for those who haven't watched him recently, that guy's lost some velocity, which is his kind of main tick. That's, that was his main strength. And if he doesn't have that, he's not blowing stuff by guys anymore. The strikeout stuff is not necessarily there, which is kind of the main concern against an Angels lineup that strikes out a lot. Um, and I think the dangerous thing that we're kind of seeing now is if they let Mike Trout and Shohei get hot <laughs> like they started to do last night. Um, I think that could be dangerous going forward, and I think it's going to be dangerous today, especially with Shohei on the mound. So I'm willing to take the first five run line. I really would have loved that money line price if I got in on that early, but unfortunately we didn't. So here we are. We'll get them to win through the first five. Yep, so that's sitting at minus 125 best price. Uh, looks like you can get that pretty much anywhere at minus 125 to minus 130-ish. Uh, somebody said my coffee mug is concerning. Why is my coffee mug concerning? It's just like a... Looks like a normal mug. It's just like a it's normal a coffee mug. It's yeah. not, nothing special. <laughs> he said that it's see-through. That's true. That's kind of true. I don't, th- I don't know how many people drink coffee mugs that are see-through. Well, so I, I, had, I had a couple that were uh, like not see-through. They're like ceramic. And they, uh, they broke. So... I needed new ones, and I was like, "I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that again." So I just got something that's probably a little sturdier. I respect the play. Yeah. So I have. A, I got a just like a set of four of them off of Amazon. Whatever. I can get on that. I'm not a hot coffee guy, but oh, I am. I am a hot coffee addict. Well, you know, I'm a I'm a Texas and Florida guy, so I'm iced coffee all the way. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I I love I love all coffee. I'm just, I'm just a, a coffee enthusiast. I love hot coffee. I love cold coffee. I, honestly, I think cold brew is my favorite. My favorite way to consume coffee. It's just expensive. That's true. Yeah. Like you I just drink. A, you drink a black. Yeah, I drink. I drink all my coffee black. Unless, yeah. unless I'm gonna get like a, an, a fancy, coffee drink or whatever. Yeah, but I don't really do that. I, like I if I if I go to a coffee shop and splurge on something, I'm gonna get cold brew. Fair enough. Yeah, I can't I can't do black coffee. I have like the coffee palette of a 20 year old girl. I gotta go with the like the vanilla French vanilla iced coffee, iced latte. Javon, Javon is a basic bitch. Yeah, pretty much. That's... I don't get all the extra stuff, but I just go with like a little <laughs> like the Starbucks order is just like an iced vanilla latte. I keep it simple, but I gotta yeah, keep no. it sweet. No, and no, no disrespect. Like I'm not, I'm not here to to gatekeep anybody's coffee or or caffeine yeah. consumption preferences, or or your your just your drink preferences in general. This no, is a this is a pro. Just do whatever the fuck you want to do. I don't give a shit. Stream. Yeah. There was Fair somebody. Enough. Somebody. I think we had the same conversation last week. Oh no, it was with crabs a couple weeks ago. Uh, and and somebody was saying that like if you put stuff in your coffee it's like not real coffee i was like i drink black coffee but do what you want i feel like i feel like milk is pretty acceptable to put in coffee Uh i feel like that still keeps it coffee yeah yeah somebody was coffee shaming so yeah are there are there things we're gonna get so sidetracked are there things that are acceptable to get shamed like that like like what are what are some controversial things right so so coffee is a little bit controversial steak very controversial. Steak. Steak. 
like how you like get how you like cook. how you want your steak cooked. Like there's okay. there's there's some people that are like if it's if it's not the perfect medium rare, you've disrespected the cow. And then there's other people who are like, I like my steak well done. And and, yeah. and there's people who who really have strong opinions about about that. That's fair. I don't know. I think as far as, as far as I go, I'm pretty in the middle. I like it. I like medium, so I don't like it to be still alive. But I mean, if I go to like a, a pretty nice steakhouse, like if I go to like a Roos Chris, I'll, I'll get it medium rare just for just for respect, you know. Yeah. But I, am, I, I sure I sure don't want to cook to a crisp. Yeah, no, I'm I am actually a little bit gatekeepy with this. Like, not not that I like actually care that much, but it's it's got to be medium rare. Or like or like me, like as long as it's not well done, like as long as it still tastes like a steak. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. If it's at home, you know, I'll get it. We'll get it a little more done, just a touch, get it a little medium. But I mean, if I'm out anywhere, just out of respect mm-hmm. for the cooks, out of respect for the steak, gotta get a medium yeah. rare. Yeah, I'm. I'm just waiting for somebody in chat to say that their favorite rarity is mooing. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, I really don't. I like our sick money. Yeah, well done with ketchup. There you go. Anybody like I think I think the real issue is anybody who puts something on their steak. Yeah. M- yes and no. I mean, if you put like ketchup on your steak, that's wrong. If if you if you have like a steak and you've made and like there's like a nice pan sauce or something. Like well, yeah, yeah. with I'm like, a, like, like a, a but yeah, I'm talking like a condiment, like a like a like a ketchup, like a. I don't really think steak sauce is necessary personally. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not a steak sauce guy. Like A one, I like yeah. I enjoy A one sauce. I'd rather not have A one on my steak. Yeah, I feel exactly. like if you I need A one on your steak, you probably cooked it wrong. That's what I'm saying. I feel like the steak should be cooked with enough flavor in it to the point where it wouldn't be necessary. That's just my take. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. This is a, this is good. I'm I want the I want all the hot takes in the chat. Is there anything else we can argue about, or potentially argue about? Like what are so so we we've got coffee, we've got steaks. What are other what are other like food items that people kind of gatekeep pineapple for, for better or for oh pineapple on pizza psychopaths no i i don't mind pineapple on pizza i i, I think there's it. nothing wrong with it like it's it's a it's a good flavor combination it's not my preferred pizza for sure but i think if you have a nice pineapple ham jalapeno on pizza you get the it's 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 actually a really nice salty sweet hot yeah I mean, flavor combo it's not that i have anything against it like somebody just said like they don't like cooked fruit i'm kind of in the same boat but um it's not that i have a problem with it i just feel like if you have pizza and you go with like a if you go with one of those instead of just like a if you want to keep it plain go like pepperoni cheese or you want to add like a meats that's cool i just feel like if you if you're getting pizza and ordering pizza you should go all in on one of those like pizzas not to get cute with like that or like mm-hmm. a vegetable peppers and onions or whatever yeah i will i will also say on this pineapple on pizza note since somebody said they're getting worried i i will literally i will never go out of my way to have pineapple pizza but if yeah. you're if i'm like at an event and and it's either eat that or not eat anything i'll eat that that's a good way to put I, I, and I'd, I'd like eat it over a slice of cheese pizza if there's, if there's, like, Domino's or whatever there. No, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, let's see. What else? Ketchup on eggs? Yeah. I don't have anything I don't, against I don't, it. I don't have Not strong opinions it. there. 
out for it. French toast, pancakes, and waffles is a good one. What's your preference there? Oh god, we should just have a we should just have a food argument stream. What have we done? <laughs> True. Oh yeah, Casey, this is all your fault, by the way. It is. Well, here we can we can start getting through the rest of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we should, what we should do? Yeah, let's it. just let's just really really quick get through the rest of the uh, the rest of the baseball discussion, and then yeah, and then we can and then we can talk food. And no, it's not my fault that I have a nice glass. <laughs> so fuck you. And your <laughs> glass gatekeeping. All right. Uh, so let's see uh, what we got in this game. So you said that you liked that uh, the Angels' first five run line at minus 125. Uh, chat. Poll results. Uh, like the White Sox. Uh, so we got seven votes on the White Sox, four votes on the Angels, two votes on the under, and a vote on the over. Uh, and what do I like in this game? I like the under. Uh, I'm going to lock that in at seven and a half. I wish I could get it at eight, but I can't. Uh, although... I'm I'm okay with the seven and a half. We went on a three three into extras with uh with another run. So that's cool for me. Uh I like the pitchers that we have here. Offenses have been good, but again, good pitchers. Uh I'm gonna take the under. And gotta get all this typed out. Yep. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Food talk with a side of baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, I would I would love to do more just like variety stuff. Yeah. Just like sit and talk about food or, or whatever. Like like what Chelly's doing. Also, everybody should yeah, go cool. uh, make sure Chelly, type in the chat so people can go follow you if you're not already following Chelly. Chelly's starting the stream grind. Yeah, I've been I've been Content tuning is into great. Was hilarious. Love it. Uh, let's see. Can we talk about the there Phillies today? Uh, and I got to get all this tracked on bet stamp too. Bam. Ooh, I can get an under eight and a half at minus 129. I wouldn't do that. That's not what I said. That's not bad. No, it's not. Uh, so there's that. And I need... All right, uh, we are good to go. So somebody said nice key springs. Can I? I don't. I don't know what kind of keyboard this is. It's not like a name brand, but that's my. Yeah. That's my keyboard. That's what we're working with. Fancy. All in. How many? How many monitors you got set up? I have three 27-inch monitors. Camera, what? ring light, PC down below the desk, microphone, keyboard. So, yeah, I, 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 there's I a, a on my on my Twitter. There's like a picture. Oh, I think I did see that. Of, I think I did setup. see that. Yeah, yeah. I need to get like you. I'm too new to this. Yeah, it's uh, it makes a big difference. I think having a nice setup. I mean, you you don't need like a like a crazy computer or a, like a air quotes fancy. I mean, this has just got lights on it. It's not that fancy of a of a keyboard. But but the monitors is is a huge quality of life improvement. No. Uh, all right, so let's quickly hop in to category number four. Prop lock. Oh. 
All right, so category number four is the prop lock and drop it, uh, where we need everybody's favorite prop bet of the day. So I've got mine lined up. I'm sure Javon has like 10 of them that he likes, uh, and they're all going to smack. Uh, but chat, in order to make a poll, I need your favorite prop bet of the day. It can be any kind of prop, uh, as long as it's something that you can bet on the book and you can cite me a line for it. Uh, so I need the prop. And I need the line. Is it a minus 115? Is it a minus 200? Is it a plus 200? Whatever it is, give me your favorite prop uh, so I can get a couple of them and throw them into a poll. Should have done this before I played the, the video clip. <laughs> now the timing is awkward. Also, we haven't done this category in like a month. So yeah. nobody nobody's ready. Nobody came prepared. Put in chat on the spot here. Fair enough. And I don't. Well, I guess I guess we can start out with uh, with you, Javon. Give give chat a yeah. second to type stuff out. Yeah, uh, I can just I can just talk while they're they're looking at theirs. Yeah. Um, so shocker, I am backing a ranger on Dane Dunning Day. Who would have thought? I love Adolis Garcia. I'm gonna go with his my favorite prop on Prize Picks. This is run an RBI, but on the book, I'm gonna take the the hits runs an RBI combo. Um. I think I, I like for the value best, I'd go with three. That's setting at about plus 106 I'm seeing. Um, you can take two. It's like minus 180 if you want to lay that juice. Fine, but I'll, I'll take the three for that plus money. I mean, this is a guy who's absolutely raking in this Rangers lineup. He has a, a runner RBI alone in his last 10 games. Um, and the, the streak is like, it's like 17 of 18 or something like that if you extend it a bit too. Um, so when I talk about hitter props, I don't like to make individual matchup stats more important than they are, especially for a pitcher like Zach Greinke, who's been in the league for years. But I think with this matchup and not just Adolis, but a lot of the guys in this lineup, it is important because facing Zach Greinke is such a unique experience and it requires a unique approach. So a lot of guys in this lineup, Adolis included, hit very well off of Zach Greinke. Um, not just average-wise, but as far as exit velo and everything about seeing his specific pitches those are some of the hardest hits that a lot of these guys have had all year last year and when they have faced them in their respective seasons um so and obviously when you talk about adolis garcia the concern is strikeouts so zach granke is not going to come in and strike anybody out and then you look at his individual pitch arsenal um adolis actually hits off speed a little better than fastballs and uh you look at Zach Greinke and what he does in those like situations where he tries to throw the put-away pitch, it's going to be those off-speed. It's going to be primarily that slider. Um, and Adoli struggles with kind of off-speed that has significant horizontal movement and, and vertical movement for that, for that matter too. But Zach Greinke is struggling in both areas because he doesn't pitch that way. So I think any way you put it, this lineup is set up for a lot of runs today. Um, and Adoli is hitting the middle of that lineup behind, you know, Semyon and Seager are starting to heat up. Um, Seager was really bad in that national series, but he's starting to get it. They've had some good matchups since then. Semyon is fully back. I'm ready to say that. He's fully back. A lot of guys in that lineup are hitting well. I like a spot for Adolis today. Yeah, and so what, what prop did you take? Did you take the hits run RBI, you said? Yes, hits runs RBI. I took three plus on the book for plus 106. Okay, yep. Uh, so I can lock it in over two and a half at plus 107. A whole extra dollar. <laughs> For every hundred dollars you bet let's go we love that value yeah somebody also said what book do i use for that prop i just use one of my local local sites because those are really the only ones that have it but that's also 
yeah. I feel a majority of what people use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this I think yeah on on Betstamp it's only offshores that have yeah. the the hits runs RBIs. It's actually it's Bet ninety nine where yeah. where I, I had mean, to go to people who can't bet that too. I'm I'm perfectly fine with the total bases. I think it's going to get that done as well. Yeah, so you can get to, yeah total bases at one and a half at minus one fifteen. Yeah. Now he's going to hit three sacrifice plus. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, that would work. That would work for two of the three, so I'm cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, bet99, use code uh, LEAFSFAN, corporate sellout. Yeah. corporate. Cake. Uh, so my, my favorite prop today is actually also going to be in that game. Uh, you said it's Dane Dunning Day, and I'm, just, I'm taking the Dane Dunning prop. I'm going, I'm going Dane Dunning strikeouts over three and a half. Let's go. I, I I was fully expecting this number to be at four and a half, and and for me to just ignore it, say I don't want to count on him to get five, but it's at three and a half. I love that number. Uh, so Dane Dunning three and a half strikeouts. You can get it uh, at minus one fifteen over on BetMGM. I I think I think this number should have been four and a half even both ways. Model has him at just like a, a touch under four and a half. Uh, Royals, if you look at season-long stats, they they're one of the teams that strike out the least. But over the over the last month or so, they've been Kaying a little bit more. There's there's new guys in the lineup. They've called up uh, who like Melendez uh, has been called up. Uh, they have this other new guy, Vinny Pasquantino. Vinny P. That they've called yeah, Pas Pas Pasquantino. Yeah, I don't even bother saying his last name. He is one of their pretty hyped up prospects, though, if I do remember correctly. So yeah, uh, but he's he's a guy who who definitely K's a little bit. Yeah. So uh, I, I like I like the lineup that we got for the for the Royals today, and I like I like Dunning to just have a have a good game against an offense that's not so not so intimidating. Uh, so that's gonna be my prop, and for chat. Uh, it is the Raphael Devers over one and a half total bases uh, that takes the cake on the poll. Uh, so let me go get that one tracked as well. Where are we at? Bam. 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 Uh, all right. So we got Adolis Garcia over, I just put over two and a half. Could be, could be two and a half. Anything. Yeah, two and a half. It's just, it's just over two and a half. Over two and a half. This, yeah, plate appearance. It's, it's like, it's like when you're in math class in middle school, and it's like if you, if, if Johnny has three apples and Sally has four apples and they put them together in the basket, how many apples are in the basket? And then you answer seven, and you get half your points deducted because you just said seven and not seven apples. Yeah. It's just, it's whatever, whatever you want it to be. Have to like abbreviate a bunch of shit to to get this one to fit in the text box. <laughs> so there's there's no there's no A on Garcia and it just says H R R B I, just no spaces, no nothing. That works. The people know. Yep, the people know. Uh, so it's that uh, Dane Dunning over three and a half Ks at minus one fifteen. I think I said it was at. And yeah. Devers 
over one and a half total bases at minus 105. So Luigi said he had to take uh, Algebra 1 three times. Oh, my God. That's, uh... I'm not going to lie. I am a... Like, Algebra was fine, but Calculus, I I cannot do a thing. I am so useless in Calculus. That's like... I wouldn't say I'm a stupid person, but in Calculus, I struggled more than I've probably struggled in any class in my life. Yeah, I, I don't like Calculus. I'm, I'm good at Calculus, because have to be good at calculus but yeah it's like it's like boring i took a lot of calculus classes so doing a yeah so doing a math degree you take calc 1 calc 2 calc 3 and then you take a class called real analysis which is a two semester sequence which is like basically calc 4 and calc 5 where there's no numbers and then in grad school for uh for statistics took a course called a, a two semester sequence in measure theory which is basically like calc 6 and calc 7 which is which is yeah, where there's not only no numbers, there's just like even more abstract shit. So gross. I took mm-hmm. I took pre calc and calc one in high school, and then freshman year of college, I took like applied calculus, which is like a it's a like business school specific thing. So they try to make it in like a business application. That was I think that's the only exam, only final exam that I failed by quite a bit. Like my my grades on exam just got progressively worse throughout the semester. It was awful. Yeah, no, I see. So I got the I got the worst grade I've ever gotten in a class in uh, Calc three. Fun fact, not not like any gen ed, not any grad school class. Calc three, (laughs) worst grade I ever got. Uh, All right, so it is time now for category number five, the walk off, Uh, favorite bets of the day. So chat. As always, what I need from you uh, is for you to type out your favorite bets of the day in the Twitch chat. Uh, it can be any game-level bet. So no props today, since we just did uh, favorite prop of the day as its own category. Uh, it can be a money line. It can be a run line. It can be a team total. Uh, it could be a game total. It could be first five, first inning, whatever it is, whatever you want. Uh, let me know what it is, and also, please, give me the odds. Is it a minus 110? Is it a minus 200? Is it a minus 600? Uh, if you do not give me the odds, uh, it's not going to go in the poll. The walk-off. The 1-1 pitch. A swing and a drive! To deep right! Away! Back! Goal! Uh, so, <laughs> Mike said, Trent to not hit a straight bet, minus 1,000. P.O.D. P.O.D. Yeah. P.O.D. Yeah. yeah. What if uh, what if we did like meta bets like that? Like, what if you could bet on how many bets people were gonna hit? Oh my god! And then you there could were... like bet on how many of those bets are gonna hit. I'd be Bezos on some unders for certain people. I'd be <laughs> baiting baiting the fades. Oh, uh, that's funny. That would actually be hilarious. Yeah, you you could like price those properly too, just based on the. Yeah. Based on the odds from the from the bets that those other people have placed, mm-hmm. I'm gonna start that actually like meta betting. Yeah, that's should. a that's a that's a good idea. Uh, all we right, do like you know bet openly how they like mm-hmm. host certain bets. Like we should just start doing that for that. Yeah, that would be hilarious. Yeah, just like somebody posts their card, and you can bet yeah. like over under how many units they win on the card. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah exactly. It's like Wall Street. <laughs> We're we're like I don't I don't know we're like 
It's not. It's not. It's not like op I guess it's trading options ish. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Be, well, be I can start talking about about uh my favorite bet. Yeah. We get uh, the chat yeah. Laying up. Yeah. I think I think chat chat looks pretty good to go. We got okay. three bets in there. Chat. We need more than three bets. Uh, we have the Mets and Astros first five under four and a half at minus one ten. Uh, we have the Astros money line. Gonna not put that one in there just to avoid having multiple bets from the same game. Uh, we got the Red Sox money line uh, at plus one forty five. Trying to run it back uh, against the Blue Jays after the Red Sox disappointed so many people yesterday. Uh, we have Toronto Boston over eight and a half. Um, Again, that's from the same game, so I'm going to not put it in the poll. We've got the Reds money line at plus 140. Chat, just, you're liking the plus money plays today. Uh, we've got the Rangers money line at minus 115. And we need one more. Padres money line. What is the price on that? I can go, I can go look up the price. Padres money line is sitting at like minus 130. All right, poll is up, and Javon, what is your favorite bet on today's baseball slate? Yeah, so I'm going to go – I'm having a tough time deciding between the Rangers team total and the over in the game, but I'm going to go with the over in the game. Um, something that – it's uh, over nine, by the way. I'm seeing for about minus 120. But something that I have started looking at particularly is – like, I've said everything about the Rangers' offense. I know they're a really good day. But I think the Royals have the chance to. And not that I want to fade my guy, Dane Dunning, but even if he has a pretty good start for his standards on the road, I, that's him giving up probably two or three, unfortunately. But another thing with this Royals' offense, like, they haven't been great as of lately, sure, but they're in a spot where they can manufacture runs today. I think as far as from the plate, I expect decent games from both Wits, Merrifield, and Bobby Witt. Um... And the thing that could get them burnt or could get Dane Dunning burnt, he allows one of the higher stolen base success rates in the league. And we see it play out in a bunch of starts. And Bobby Witt and Witt Merrifield are guys that I target for that. So I think they have the opportunity to manufacture runs on that end. Um, and I think their offense can do enough to get over this because I expect a really, really big game from the Rangers. Honestly, they could cover this by themselves. And I think the Rangers or I think the Royals can, you know, put up a couple runs to get there. I think you're in a pretty good spot for either of those to happen. Yeah, uh, I I do think this is going to really come down to how Dane Dunning pitches. I mean, I think if if Dunning has a good game, then then there's a lot of potential for 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 this to go under. Yeah. I do think that you need a couple runs from the Royals, uh, and Grinky he's just he's just a little weird. I think I think Zach Grinky is kind of unhandicappable right now for me because yeah. he's point. just it's just such a weird profile, right? It's like zero strikeouts, but also not giving up a ton of runs. And you, like, you feel like he should be giving up a lot more runs than he is. Very, very strange pitcher right now. Zach Greinke is. Yeah, I agree. Just I just said think, that sentence like, like when I was you look at, When you look at some of the teams he's faced, though, like he's faced it in his last couple starts. Like he's gotten, like obviously he came back for the one start against the A's and had a great start. Like, cool, it's the A's. But in the ones that he's had success against, like throughout the beginning of this year, it's all teams with a lot of guys that have not faced him. 
much of it all. And I think Zach Granke, like I said, is such a unique approach that you have to take it to play. It's such a unique experience, different from a lot of pitchers in the league. So I think when you have that advantage with the Rangers today, particularly they got a, a couple guys, especially at the top of that lineup, that have faced them a decent amount of times. So that's where I think you, you get the advantage today. Yeah. Uh, I I don't hate it. It'll be it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Model model has it more like eight and a half, but close enough that if you're if you're really on the fade Grinky train, there's plenty of opportunity for that to go over. Uh, so I'm actually once again <laughs> we we both really like this game because uh, my favorite game level bet's also going to be in this game, uh, and I'm just going to take the Rangers money line. At minus one fifteen, I'm I'm just fully on board. The Dane Dunning is going to have a good game today, train. Which which means I'm probably going to get burned. But but we out here. Uh, so I think it, at minus one fifteen in in this pitching matchup, plus like you were talking about earlier with Garcia, the the Rangers bats getting hot. Plus plus Grinky just being being weird, I guess. I, I, I like the Rangers to for sure score four, five, six runs in this game. Uh, and, and then it's just a matter of can Dunning pitch well enough that the Royals score less than them? And, and I think that the answer is yes. Yeah, so I'm going to take the Rangers. Think, another thing that like people who haven't watched this series at all, the Royals defense, like it hasn't been good all year. Ferocious, these, this last two games. Like it's hard. It's hard to see, especially in last game, like last night, because they didn't have any like technically counted errors, but it was bad. And it's, the first game was probably one of the worst defended games I have seen all year. Um, so, I can count on that for more of the same. Not that I'm banking on it, but kind of expect it from the Royals' defense. Yeah, it's always a a piece of the puzzle that a lot of people don't really look at. Is the, is team defense? Uh, and it looks like uh, chat is completely on board with this uh, because chat's favorite play of the day uh, is the Rangers money line. Uh, eight votes on the Rangers, three votes on the Padres, two votes on that uh, Mets and Astros first five under, two votes on the Reds money line, one vote on the Red Sox money line. Uh, so it is going to be a Rangers money line at minus 115. We have five leans today in that Rangers Royals game. Five it's gonna be a big day. Big it day is. from uh, Kansas City today. Yeah, hopefully, it's uh, gonna gonna definitely be a, a very decisive game, uh, in one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, for for how the stream performs today. So let's go Rangers. Let's go Garcia. Let's go Dunning. Yep. We we really we really we just need a, we need a good game from Dunning and we need a great game from the Rangers offense. Yeah, I think because I mean, like I said, a, a great game from Dunning on the road is maybe. Five, six innings, two, three runs. Mm-hmm. So like, I think the Rangers can can do plenty more on their own today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so uh, I think that we're going to go ahead and wrap up the stream. I would love to sit here and argue about food for the next hour, but you have uh, another show. You've got Behind okay. the Lines coming up. Uh, so everybody, be sure to go tune in to the Book It Sports Twitch page. Uh, watch Crabs and Javon on Behind the Lines. You know who who's the guest today? Um, that's a good question. Honestly, I can look at. I just had it up. Um, we actually have a lot of good guests this week. 
of course, headlined by yourself. Except, except, yeah, except for yesterday. Yesterday's guests were kind of mediocre. Yeah, yes, yesterday kind of sucked, but you know it is what it is. Uh, today we got Austin Swain, who, uh, for those who watched the surgical stream, he was on there at some point last week when Crowds was hosting, but he's coming back today. Um, then we got got a couple good ones. I think he posted the schedule. Really excited mm-hmm. for the next couple of days as well. So be sure to tune that in. Appreciate you having me again. Always time. Always a great time. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. A lot of fun. Good luck today to you and everybody else in the bets. Yeah, and chat, thank you, as always, for tuning in. Appreciate it very much. Uh, we need, we need, get get ready for Friday when we have crabs. We need uh, more argument topics. Like, what are, what are more things that people are going to get frustrated about? Like, pineapple on pizza, or how to cook your steak, or how to drink your coffee. We're going we're gonna to have some more arguments with crabs on Friday. Uh, so be sure to tune in with that. Uh, again, be sure to go tune in to Behind the Lines. Uh, we will see you all on Friday. Good luck with the bets. Take it easy, everyone. Peace. Yep. See you guys.